Lev Shestov, In All Things Are Possible, Part 1, Chapter 21, writes, The habit of logical thinking kills imagination. Man is convinced that the only way to truth is through logic and that any departure from this way leads to error and absurdity. The nearer we approach the ultimate questions of existence, in our departure from logicality, the more deadly becomes the state of error we fall into. Philosophy must have nothing in common with logic. Philosophy is an art which aims at breaking the logical continuity of argument and bringing man out on the shoreless sea of imagination the fantastic tides where everything is equally possible and impossible. Certainly it is difficult, given sedentary habits of life, to be a good philosopher. The fact that the fate of philosophy has ever lain in the hands of professors can only be explained by the reluctance of the envious gods to give omniscience to mortals. Whilst stay-at-home persons are searching for truth, the apple will stay on the tree. The business must be undertaken by homeless adventurers, born nomads, to whom ubi bene ibi patria. A true philosopher never chooses the middle course. He needs no riches. He does not know what to do with money. But whenever he turns to the right or to the left, nothing pleasant awaits him. Shestov here is expressing himself in his often importune and extreme manner, but he is enunciating something that is quite important if we want to understand how to do philosophy, how to understand philosophy, whether it be our own engaging in philosophizing or whether we're trying to appreciate those who have come before us and contributed to that discipline and its literature and displayed what that activity might look like. We do need to frame things quite often in a logical setting, you might say, but that can't be all that there is to philosophy. It can't be turned into a technique. It cannot be reduced merely to argumentation. And anytime that somebody tries to do that, they lose the thread of what philosophy is and they betray the spirit displayed through the centuries of what philosophy could be. You notice that he talks here about a contrast between imagination, a very important faculty for ourselves, and logic. And by logic and the habit of logical thinking, he doesn't just mean what we might find in a symbolic logic textbook. He's talking about this insistence on making everything fit together into a neat system. Logic signifies much more than just the discipline of logic. And we, without abandoning it, which would be in some respects quite silly as he mentions elsewhere in his works, we need to keep it in check. It can easily become what he calls, along with several other things, a police agent, something that's going to narc on us, to use a term that we employed when I was a kid, meaning to, to report, to confine, to engage in surveillance, to control. If we're going to do philosophy well, we have to be open at the very least to our own faculty of imagination. And perhaps we need to discipline it, but 
The disciplining might not only be through imposing a logic upon it. We need to be willing to realize that there is, as he calls it, a shoreless sea of imagination with fantastic tides in which everything is equally possible and impossible. How can we do that? What ways can we embrace to develop that capacity within ourselves, within our lives, within our experience, so that we can have more of those and so that we can do philosophy in a more authentic way? These are questions that are raised but not resolved by this passage of Shestoff.